We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, we have had some bad roads so far this winter driving system, but not like normal. We haven't had the bitter cold. We haven't had a ton of major snow events. Once again, there's, there's no doubt... We've had snow, we've had freezing rain, we've had slippery spots, we've had accidents, etc. But uh, snow on the way, the cold's coming in, and we thought we'd visit with our friend Mike Hansen, the director of the Minnesota Office Traffic Safety, with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. And Mike, Happy New Year, and good to visit with you again. And a Happy New Year to you too, Steve, and thanks for having me on again. Yeah, and uh, when it comes to winter driving safety, uh, we, we've talked for a number of years here on the radio. Um, slow down. Let's just start there. Slow down. I, I like how you're starting this out because that is the, the basics, that is the root of all problems that occur when we do uh, get into our slippery season um, because, you know, we're just too used to those dry roads. And, you know, you were talking, you know, this has been a really mild winter with just little shots here and there of those challenging road conditions. And then, and that's actually setting us up for, for really some significant challenges because we just haven't had the chance to get used to those slippery conditions yet because uh, they're slippery, then it goes away and it's nice for a week and then it comes back again. And so we need to really kind of change our mindset, especially looking at the forecast coming up. Yeah, and a week ago I was in uh, Sioux Falls visiting the in-laws and heard reports that that things got a little dicey here on Twin Cities Roads last Saturday night. We had some snow come in, and um, it it can get slick in a hurry. And then you, you couple that with with cold temps and uh when when those surfaces get extremely cold uh it goes back to the old thing we've heard over and over again chemicals don't work as well so uh any snow with with the really cold stuff looks like it's coming into uh much of the area end of the week that's problems you are exactly right and you know the other challenge that we've had is you know that temperature has been hanging right around that 30 degree 32 degree point, you know, where it drops down there a little bit, you know, and then everything frosts up or those bridges and those overpasses really get slippery, you know, then it warms up and, you know, then we just have wet roads after that. Um, but yeah, when we talk about that extreme cold, you know, those chemicals, the colder it gets, the, the harder it is for them to do their job. And, you know, at a certain point, you know, they just have to wait for some, some warmth to get them to kick in. So, you know, if there's precipitation and that cold weather, um, we know we're in for an extended period of challenging driving conditions. Yeah, and one of the things I think motorists notice is 
the big trucks with four-wheel drive, the large SUVs with four-wheel drive, really motoring around in in bad road conditions. But it it all gets back to one thing, and I've been saying this for years. And and by the way, I I do have a four-wheel drive vehicle now. But four-wheel drive has nothing to do with stopping. Uh, And and that that gets back to the old thing. All vehicles, whether you have four-wheel drive or not, you got to slow down. You know, that, that that's a great point, and it's one that I, I, I reinforce time and time and time again. Four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive does not mean four-wheel stop or all-wheel stop when it gets slippery because that coefficient of friction is the exact same on every one of those tires, regardless of whether it has power or not, when you're trying to dump power um, and slow down. And so, yeah, don't become over-reliant on that four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, or those traction control features that many of our modern cars have. Um, You still have to drive according to the conditions and be prepared for anything to happen um, around you so that you can react, you can avoid it, and if necessary, uh, slow down and, and get yourself out of a bad spot. I'm I'm glad you brought up tires. We don't think about it, but that that's the only thing that meets the roads. What does what does the law say about tires? If obviously if you're running around on 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 bald or worn tires, that is a bad deal, particularly in the winter months. But but what does the law say? And can law enforcement check the condition of your tires? Oh, certainly. And it's been a while since I've looked at that one. So I'd, I'd hate to okay. pick the exact number of, of 64ths of an inch that you need. Um, but really, the, the, the way that you want to look at that is you want to have adequate treads so that it channels the moisture or it channels um, the, the snow or the precipitation away from that tire tread. And, you know, when you have very little tread left, the tire just cannot do that. Tire technology has come a tremendous uh, way in the last 20 or 30 years. I think you and I both remember uh, driving on the old bias ply uh, tires that you know, when it got cold, you know, they got flat spots on them, um, and they were notorious for losing pressure and, and just not serving uh, a, a very good uh, or very safe function. So you know, we need to maintain the proper tire pressure, um, and when it gets cold, that can be a challenge. Um, but we also have to make sure that we have the best tire that we can afford on those cars. And I know tires are not cheap, and we want to make them last a long time, but you have to remember those four tires, they all have a a, a footprint on the road about the size of your hand, and that is all that is keeping you in contact with the road, and that is what you use to steer and what you use to brake and what you use to accelerate. And so you want to have good, the best tires you can afford on that car, especially in these challenging uh, winter seasons. Mike Hansen joining us, the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. And by the way, if you want to send us a text, you're welcome to 651-461-9226 if you have a question about the rules of the road. One thing I did want to get into again is a reminder, uh, emergency vehicles on the side of the road, tow trucks, stranded motorists, etc. What does the law say specifically? Uh, clearly, uh, we we need to move over. But but what does this law say specifically about law enforcement or any other first responder, tow truck drivers, etc. on the side of the roadway? And, and that this is a great uh, topic to to discuss. And and I'm even going to point out that the law was expanded uh, during the last session a bit more. So not only you know do we want to make sure that we are giving those first responders the safe room to work, 
Um, but really, the move-over law now applies to uh, even stalled vehicles. And so it, the basics of it is if you can move over, do move over. Um, so if traffic allows it, you need to give that extra lane or even extra two lanes to those responders who are trying to take care of something that took place on the side of the road or the stranded uh, vehicle that has broken down or whatever on the side of the road. Now, if traffic conditions don't allow you to move over, Above all else, it's going to go back to our core messaging that we started with. Slow down because you cannot control your car um, if you have too much speed. And so, you know, it, it, how much do you need to dump? Well, you need to dump as much speed as it is to allow you to maintain control of that car no matter what happens. Because the last thing you want to do is make a bad situation worse by hitting one of the responders or one of the involved vehicles on the side of the road. Uh, Mike, when when we talk about speed, and we brought this up even in the summer months, and it it, it really started to rear its ugly head during COVID. Do, do we have any new numbers in what we're seeing with excessive speed generally on our freeways and highways around the state of Minnesota? Because I, I spend a fair amount of time on the road, not not as much as I used to with my long commute, but boy. There's still a lot of people driving really fast. You are exactly right. Um, You know, we are seeing a slight decline in the number of speed-attributed fatalities that are taking place. Um, And, you know, we're seeing some of those speeds come, average speeds come down a little bit. But the, the ones that really are concerning and are really dangerous are those extreme speeds, as you refer to. And these are 20, 30, 40, 50 miles an hour over the speed mm. limit, or more than that in some cases. Um, and talking to my law enforcement partners at the State Patrol and, and with other agencies across the state, they're still encountering these things on a weekly, if not a daily basis, where, where somebody is going well over 100 miles an hour. And the scary part of it is, during our just concluded, you know, extra enforcement campaign where we were out focused on impaired driving, the number of impaired drivers uh, who are traveling at 90, 100, 110, 115 miles an hour out there, it's astounding. Um, So, you know, when you put those two things together, that is absolutely the recipe uh, for a fatality crash to occur. And so, We're working hard. We've got a couple of programs that we're going to be rolling out uh, going into 2024 and through the entire summer next year where we're going to be putting a lot of resources and a lot of extra emphasis on trying to bring some of these speeds back under control. Uh, Mike, you brought up impaired driving, and this has been a challenge. You know, uh, driving while intoxicated or drunk driving was and and continues to be an important uh, goal for law enforcement to get that down to zero impaired drivers. Uh, Using other substances, whether it's prescription drugs, illicit drugs, marijuana now, etc., and giving law enforcement the tools in the field to determine whether or not a driver is impaired. You're exactly right. Um, You know, impaired driving, we've made progress when it comes to alcohol. When I think about when I got into law enforcement in the the early to mid-1980s, you know, uh, over half of our fatalities involved an alcohol-impaired driver. And, you know, as we got into the 1990s and so forth, you know, we were arresting over 40,000 people a year for impaired driving in Minnesota. You know, the fatality statistics now are right around 30% involving an alcohol-impaired driver. 
and the overall number of impaired driving arrests. I think I just saw the numbers for 2023 was just over 27,000. Um, so, you know, that's higher than it's been, um, but um, it's, it's still lower than what we've seen historically. What we really see as some dark clouds on the horizon are the number of drug-impaired drivers, and it's not just cannabis. There's a number of other things that, that, that officers are seeing out there. But if we look at the current five-year period and compare it with the previous five-year period, the number of drug-impaired driving arrests is up 96%. And so that is something, you know, drug-impaired driving is not something that's new on Minnesota roads, but it is something that is becoming more common and more frequent. And so we're working hard to figure out exactly what do we need to do to educate potential users of whatever it is, because impaired is impaired. And then how do we develop the countermeasures to help them make better decisions so that they don't get by the wheel? Yeah, and uh, obviously detection but a, a big part of these campaigns and a big part of, you know, the the drunk driving campaigns was educate, educate, educate. And then, of course, ratchet up penalties, et, et, et cetera. Sometimes the, the only way people will be convinced otherwise is is with, with severe penalties. Right. And, you know, we have three tenets that we really kind of incorporate into any of our extra enforcement campaigns. First of all, we tell everybody what we're going to do and why we're going to do it, okay? For instance, the holiday impaired driving campaign, statistics and data clearly shows us that impaired incidents go up during that time period. So that's why we focus on it. And we put a great deal of effort in telling everybody, starting the Wednesday before Thanksgiving until New Year's Day, we are going to have a lot of extra enforcement out there. We do that enforcement, and then the third step of this is to come back and to report what we did. And we're working on compiling that for the impaired campaign right now. So, you know, we want to raise the consciousness, raise the awareness, and, and help people understand why we are, are out there with all these extra resources and what we're trying to accomplish. And they can all be part of the solution by making better decisions when they get behind the wheel. Quick break. We're going to come back. Uh, Mike Hansen, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. Uh, we're going to come back and, and talk more. Um, and we're, we're going to get a bit into pedestrian safety because uh, every now and then in the news there's a tragedy where a pedestrian was struck by a motorist. What do the laws say uh, about what you should do uh, in and around crosswalks and when uh, pedestrians are, are near or trying to get across a various roadway? We'll get into that with Mike in, in more detail in a moment. Quick break here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We continue with Mike Hansen, the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. And Mike's been good enough to join us from time to time over the years and talk about what's going on in the roadways. And once again, uh, we, we, we got a lot of uh, winter driving ahead of us, even though it's been a relatively quiet autumn and start to winter. The weather's going to get cold, and certainly uh, there, there's snow here and there in the forecast. And uh, some, some parts of the area, partic- particularly central and northern Minnesota, getting some snow. So take it easy on the roadways and slow down. Uh, Mike, the, there was a study that came out, and we don't expect you to comment on it, but it was put out by a personal injury uh, law firm down in Florida, and it talked about uh, the the challenges pedestrians face uh, around our roadways and in crosswalks, et cetera. And you haven't had a chance to review the data in their study, but nevertheless, it does bring up an important topic, and that is uh, the rights of pedestrians or people who ride bikes uh, trying to cross or along our roadways, et cetera. And we wanted to get your comments on, you know, what it, what is a very dangerous combination. Someone trying to cross the road in a crosswalk, uh, it's not a fair fight with an automobile or a truck. That's for sure. What does the law say about the right of way for pedestrians on our roadways in the state? Yeah, you're right. And this is a very timely topic. Uh, As a matter of fact, the first fatality of 2024 was a pedestrian fatality in Minnesota. Um, And yeah, the study that you you referred to, I did take a look at it, but we haven't been able to replicate the the data in our research section. But really, the, the law is very simple for pedestrians and for drivers. If a pedestrian is crossing a road at either at a at an intersection, that may have a pedestrian crosswalk, or it may not. But if the pedestrian is crossing at a marked intersection, the driver of a vehicle must yield to the pedestrian, period. The pedestrian has the right of way if they're crossing at an intersection. Now, if the pedestrian is crossing, you know, mid-street at someplace not uh, at an intersection and not at a designated um, mid-street crosswalk, then they must yield to the car. And so it's kind of a two-way street, but you're right. The vulnerable road users out there, this is a big focus of right now because with the pandemic, we just, we saw huge increases that have really sustained in the number of walkers and joggers and bikers and others who are out there um, using the transportation system in in non-traditional ways. And so we really want to make sure that we're focusing our safety approaches on protecting those vulnerable road users because they, they really have, have nothing to protect them against that three, four, five thousand pound vehicle that's barreling down the road. Yeah, and it, it gets to winter driving conditions, especially on, on streets or secondary roads. Um, stopping distances are different, et cetera. And motorists have that responsibility to keep an eye out for those, those people on bikes and, and those people on foot. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the other challenge that we have in Minnesota is, you know, we're in the low light period. And, you know, many people like to walk either before work early in the morning or after work when they come home and it's dark. And this is, again, where it becomes kind of a two way street. Um, Pedestrians can really protect themselves and help themselves by wearing 
highly reflective, even illuminated clothing items. Um, you know, I walk my dogs. I have lighted leashes. I have lighted blinking collars. I wear a reflective vest and a headlamp and a flashing red light to the rear. And pedestrians also need to remember that they're required to walk on the left side of the roadway. So you're walking into or facing traffic so you can see what's coming. Um, and uh, now bikes, on the other hand, they follow the same rules of the road as a, a vehicle driver does. So, but drivers also have to make sure that your headlights are clean, make sure that your windshields are clean, and that you are doing everything that you can to make sure that you can see these potential hazards on roadside. And so it's, it's all about see and being seen, um, and that it's that simple. Yeah, and finally, Mike, this, this is where being a distracted driver can be so deadly, being oh, and, on a and, device, and, not paying attention. You're exactly right. And, and you know, we'll go back. I'm going to kind of hit on what we started with, with speed again. You know, somebody thinks 5 or 7 or 10 miles an hour over the speed limit doesn't really make a big difference. Well, you know what? For a pedestrian, it does. Because the difference between survivability when a pedestrian is hit at 25 miles an hour as opposed to what happens at 35 miles an hour um, is substantial. At 25 miles an hour, 8 or 9 of those pedestrians out of 10 will live. At 35 or 40 miles an hour, um, uh, 8 or 9 of those are going to be fatally injured. And so a little bit of speed makes a huge difference, um, even in our lower-speed urban areas when it comes to those pedestrian collisions. Well, Mike, it's always good to visit with you. Always great advice, important reminders. We all share uh, the the roads, and we want to make sure the roads are as safe as we can make them. You bet. And I always enjoy being uh, on your show, Steve. You have uh, great questions, and I enjoy our conversations. Yeah. Well, Mike, hopefully we can do it again down the road. All right. That sounds good, sir. You have a good night and a great rest of the new year. There he is, Mike Hansen, Director of the Office Traffic Safety from the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. And uh, the, the, the phrase of the day, slow down. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.